0: Welcome to track listing the podcast where a musician a comedian and a painter review old albums for some reason Nick
1: Chris and I'm Caleb and we're back after a little bit of a uh, (laughs) a hiatus we're back this is our first attempt at a mobile episode we're all uh, recording remotely how are you guys doing.
2: Good. Um so just to clue the um the listeners in, uh we got in a bit of a dispute over rights and we just can't be in the same room at any one time together. Um so we're trying this and, and we're gonna see if it's um if it works and if tempers uh get a little too hot, then I might just shut my uh computer and leave. But um, you know.
1: Alright, well anyways, uh speaking of Chris, it's Chris's pick this week, I believe. What do you got for us, Chris? Okay.
2: I have got the nineteen seventy-nine soundtrack to the Warriors. Yay! Hey, Warriors. Right. Um, can Adam play? Yes. I don't know if you can hear me
1: clapping, but I was clapping for that.
2: We're all clapping. Add uh we can add in some sound effects later. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs>
1: we might have to spice it up a little bit.
2: I owned this on VHS way back in the day. The soundtrack I do own now as a as a record just for my uh for my own personal collection, yeah, was a big fan of the film. This was definitely a cult classic uh, when I was a kid.
1: Did you? Uh, how many of us rewatched it? I rewatched it. Uh, I rewatched it as well.
2: I
0: just watched it this afternoon
1: uh, for the first time. Had you ever seen this? Or I have seen
0: it. Uh, this is the first time I watched it, like all in one sitting.
1: All right. Well, let's uh, let's dive into the soundtrack, and then we can we can catch up about the movie.
0: Let's yeah, a it. little bit of a short soundtrack. This is a uh, ten tracks. Who do we got up first? This is Barry de Vorzon with theme from the Warriors. appropriate uh song and uh mood for the uh the world that we live in right now
1: yeah i think you know this is definitely this is uh essentially the score we're going to hear a little bit more of the score from the from the movie but this is probably my favorite part of the movie is the intro where it's just all of the different gangs like filing on to the the new york subway system from different parts of town it's pretty great. It's uh rewatching it, I'm struck with, first of all, I miss the subway now, somehow, for some reason. I know. It, <laughs> I'm looking, it looks exactly like, the same. It looks, it looks exactly, exactly the same. <laughs> same. <laughs> <That>
2: 41 <laughs> fucking years ago. And it's, it's like, like <laughs> oh, that's, I have definitely ridden on, written on that J train before. There's no question. <laughs> it's like less graffiti,
1: but it's also they're trying to do, uh, for the film, they're trying to make everything look a little bit more like post-apocalyptic, just like a yeah. tad. Like uh, but I yeah, have. it's like the trains are the same, the stations are the same. Some of
0: those shots in of like the
1: desolate uh
0: like Brooklyn area are so eerie to yeah. see, especially right now,
2: under the subway track, yeah, uh, yeah the well we'll get to it, but the the a c turnbulls when they're like zooming around in like a Mad Max sort of bus. <laughs> I <was> like, dude, <laughs> no one's oh, yeah, anywhere yeah. in New York. That's no like up anywhere.
1: in the Bronx or something. Uh yeah. Yeah, I was I was tracking it and it's like, yeah, they never really go through um our neck of the woods. It's all like um the Bronx and then through Manhattan and then out into Coney Island and through like lower Brooklyn.
2: Yeah, they're pretty much home free from uh, Union Union Square
1: yeah i was trying i was trying to kind of imagine what the the green uh gang would have been
2: the polish uh <laughs> i don't know they're all they all wear like feathers in their caps and yeah, maybe. I, like, maybe. I like the matching outfits it's just ah uh, it makes gang life seem so whimsical and fun
0: <laughs> it just made me think that if if you're recording a podcast that uh you everyone on, that's a host of the show should dress identical for each episode <laughs>
1: yeah we could do that we'll do that on the, on the next episode
2: man if we were all together we would all dress up what would our gang be <laughs> oh no we'd all have like
0: ELO uh, tour jackets on or like Steely Dan hats <laughs> yeah the
2: Steely
3: yeah. Dans <laughs> yeah, we're Dan.
2: the roadies we're the roadies alright <laughs> we load stuff in and load it out no music stuff comes in here without us knowing about it you getting that <laughs> Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so sound effects. Uh, yeah, uh, no, there's a there's a mime gang. There's like a 1930s pimp gang.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's a gang on roller skates. Uh, yeah. I should say that. So this this is based on it was like a pulpy novel that was based on a Greek uh, story, uh, the story yes. of Anab- Anabasis or whatever. I for some reason I thought it was a different Greek uh, story for years, but it's. Yeah, it's like a the Greek story is about some Trojan mercenaries that were hired by uh like Cyrus was like a Persian prince who was trying to like take over the the Persian empire or something. Mm-hmm. And then by the time they got up there, like the 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 you know, the potential king had been killed and so it was just them trying to get back home and everybody yeah. trying to
2: kill them deep in Persian territory. Yeah. Uh, Z- Xenophon is the name of the guy who uh I guess was the soldier and writer. But, yeah.
1: Um, so I guess, um, in, I guess the Bronx would be Persia and Coney Island would be, uh, Greece.
2: Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To the sea. To the sea <laughs> is the thing. Oh, yeah. Chant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> on to track two. On to track two. Yeah. Let's hear track two. Andy McCuller with Nowhere to Run.
1: That's like uh, that's our first kind of uh, dodgy cover of the episode. <laughs> I think it's kind of a bad cover. What do you guys think?
2: That's no, not great. <laughs> um, this was uh, she was playing it on the radio to sort of taunt uh, the warriors. She's like, "We got a special shout out for you, warriors out there. Here's a song." Uh, and I guess it's kind of the device that um, you know they're kind of giving everybody updates. Everyone's listening to the radio to try to figure out what to do now that cyrus just got shot
1: yeah there's there's a lot of communication um, to the main characters through this dj character and at no point in the movie are the warriors ever actually around a radio yeah (laughs) like never (laughs) they never know any like it takes them a long time to figure out why everybody is trying to kill them
2: (laughs) yeah yeah they don't find out until way towards the i haven't seen this movie since uh maybe college and, yeah, they don't find that out to, like, the last, like, few, like, the last quarter of the movie, I would say. They're just trying to get back home.
1: That's- I actually kind of like that as a plot device because I think the lazy thing to do would be to just kind of, like, work out some way where it's like, oh, my God, they think that we killed him. And it's like, no, for some reason, they're just like, we got to get home.
0: Yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta
3: get out of here That scene
0: where they're where the J train shows up and they're like, oh fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> should we run? <laughs> yep, yeah, let's run. I've I've done
2: that so many times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you guys recognize the voice or um or who the uh the actress was that was um It's the chief from chief.
0: Carmen San Diego
2: listen up gum shoes gum (laughs) shoes. yeah it it took me a second to place it but i was like wait i know i know this woman and it was the yeah where in the usa is carmen san diego
0: those are such great shots in the movie too where she's like those color shots where she's speaking into the mic and it's like a solid red background
2: yeah the movie looks great there's some great shots in this like
1: you guys were kind of bitching about the movie, but i still I still like it i mean it's 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 super weird. There's something about the pacing and the acting is weird, but uh but I think it still has a certain amount of charm
2: yeah i, I will say I was expecting to really um not like it uh because i i i mean this is a movie I loved sort of in jest for a long time just because I was like, ah, it's cool, like it's a cool idea. Um, but on this rewatch, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it was a lot shorter than I remembered. It was like, I remember the pacing being so bad when really? I watched it as a kid. And I was like, what the fuck is this? But um, <laughs> Solid 90 minutes. Yeah. It's, most movies should be 90 minutes, especially an action movie like this. Tell that to Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, come on, PTA, <laughs> Closing on three-hour movies? What are you doing? I mean, even he's apologized, you know, (laughs) he's like, sorry, it's too,
0: Magnolia was too long." long. I know,
2: I know.
1: We should say that, uh, Arnold McCuller, the artist, uh, doing this cover, he's kind of like a career backing man, session musician.
2: Yeah. He's, he's worked with, uh, he's a big, like James Taylor backup singer. Is that the deal?
1: Yeah, a lot of people. Phil, I think in uh, apparently when Phil Collins would do "Easy Lover," which was uh, his collaboration with the guy from Earth, Wind, and Fire. I think. Uh, I think this. I heard,
2: this isn't it, that was James? Somebody was it?
1: Yeah, I think that. So this guy would would step into that role when they were doing it live, and he's just like a man about town. He's a hired yeah. gun. And this yeah. was his time to shine, and I don't like <laughs> it, but <laughs> that's Jeez. fine. Philip
2: Bailey. Philip Bailey was the guy on Easy Lover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but,
1: anyway. Anyways, yeah, let's get back into the soundtrack. What are we? We're tearing through this thing. This is
0: In Havana by Kenny Vance and Ishmael Miranda.
1: actually really like that
0: nice groove that's a great jam
1: i know one of these guys kenny vance he was uh he was in a band called jay and the americans i don't know if you've heard um there's a song come a little bit closer i think it's on kind of famously on the guardians of the galaxy soundtrack maybe the second one it's pretty good but uh yeah i like this it's it's a little it's not super original but i like it i don't know what do you guys think
0: in listening to, like, this soundtrack today while I was driving around New York, uh, it was uh, very on the nose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like a little bit of, like, uh, dystopian New York and also Latin flavor.
0: Some of the music when it's, uh, you know, it kind of sounds like a goblin score uh, was, was, like, really eerie. But, yeah, when it gets into these kind of... Uh, upbeat dance songs just looking out onto the empty street was very very strange
1: yeah i looked out the window today and there was a gang of people in masks and roller skates going down the street so
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) in bushwick there's been a lot of people driving those um motorbikes
1: oh yeah like there's been there's been a lot of (laughs) zoomers in this neighborhood what i've noticed it's a lot of like the the brooklyn dads who have they like have a motorcycle they never use uh and so the I've seen a lot of like the the angry I got to get out of the house for like 15 minutes and they come out and they like start up their motorcycle and they just like take off and then they come back like 10 minutes later and go back in. Okay, I mean, zoomer. <laughs> okay,
2: yeah, zoomer. Yeah. yeah, this song's got a it, it reminds me a bit of a uh, Spanish Eddie. You guys know Spanish Eddie? He's uh he's the one that organized the Ho Avenue peace meeting which was a New York City gang meetup in 1971 in the Bronx, which, like, the Warriors, the book came out in 65, but, I mean, they have to have been influenced by this, like, gang meetup uh, (laughs) in the Bronx. And uh, it was the guy, Spanish Eddie, ended up getting shot in the face shortly afterwards. Oh, um, Jesus. He's no, derived
3: Spanish
2: but I know. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. How do you survive that, dude? <laughs> I don't know. But, uh... <laughs> but um, yeah, the I would. Uh, there's a Wikipedia article on the Ho Avenue Peace Meeting, and it's um, it's pretty great because they, you know, they all met up instead of like in a big Coliseum type thing. They met up in a gymnasium, and we're just like, guys, <laughs> come on, everybody, let's cut it out. <laughs> All the violence. It was like, uh, there's a guy named Black Benji who got shot, who was like a big uh, ke- peacekeeper, I guess. And it was like, man, we can't have like peacekeepers getting shot, you know, so. But, um, yeah, it's cool. It Like, there's something about the gangs in this. Like, everyone, like, most are multicultural, which like, you know, you're like, oh, well, the, you know, this whole city's infested and run with gang violence, but at least everyone's kind of getting along in their own weird way. Like maybe (laughs) that's
1: kind of like the thing. I feel like it's maybe a little ham fisted that the warriors are like a a bunch of random people that just, I guess they're all from Coney Island. Uh, But it's like a very inclusive gang, but then you have like the Chinese gang and then you have like the, all the other gangs seem like they're (laughs) more like racialized. Yeah, I don't know if that makes sense.
2: No, it absolutely does. <laughs> um, like, but
1: then, like the Warriors is like, yeah, we got a little guy, <laughs> we got, like, a, a guy with weird hair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we we got James Remar, the rapey one. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> if any listeners out there are uh, collectors, in 2005, Mezco Toys uh, released Warriors action figures, Hell yeah. uh, in- including figures for Swan, Cleon. Ajax, Luther, and a uh, a baseball fury
2: action figure. Ooh, I want that's a baseball great. fury one. Um, uh, yeah, yeah
1: Aj- Ajax is the James Remar character. They like yeah. went they went very Greek with one uh <laughs> one <laughs> character and then Cyrus the uh the gang leader of all the gang leaders who gets shot at the beginning. That's uh King Cyrus or I guess it was he wasn't king, but the uh in the Persian in the original ruler. Greek story, yeah, yeah the, the Persian prince was was uh but yeah so james remar you guys recognize him
2: yeah yeah, yeah. He, uh kelsey recognized him from sex in the city sex in the <laughs>
1: city and then he was also uh dexter's dad in dexter and then uh he famously in uh he was cast as the male lead in aliens um but apparently he showed up and he uh, i think i don't know if his problems with alcohol or harder drugs but he got, like, fired off the set and replaced by Michael Bain, who had been in uh, Terminator, which was yeah. James Cameron's earlier film.
2: Yeah, yeah. Michael Bain's definitely in his stable.
1: Yeah, yeah. Where well, It's kind of bizarre that it wasn't Michael Bain to begin with, but, yeah, that was supposed to be James Remar as, uh, I guess, Hicks.
2: Which I just watched that again very recently. There's a fun fact here. The
0: um, the band, The Outfield, that uh, sings that song, I Don't Want to Lose Your Love Tonight. yeah. Uh, they took their inspiration for their band name from uh, from the Baseball Furies. Uh, <laughs> they were they originally called themselves the Baseball Boys before they <laughs> decided on the the outfield. <laughs> That's so much
2: outfield is so much better than the Baseball Boys.
0: <laughs> Imagine if it was "I Don't Want to Lose Your Love Tonight" by the Baseball by the Boys. Baseball boys.
1: <laughs> I, I like the meeting the meeting where somebody is like, "Listen." I love this movie. I say we should be the baseball furies. And somebody's like, well, wouldn't it be better if we were just the furies? And somebody's like, what about the baseball boys? It's like, yes, baseball boys. <laughs> like what? No. <laughs> you picked the the worst part of that.
2: <laughs> so I, I had heard this remake or this, this rumor that the baseball furies were like a real group that hung out. Um, <laughs> In Central Park, and I couldn't find any confirmation of that, but there was a team or a, a team, a band, a gang <laughs> called uh, Second Base, and they were like, um, like an actual gang that hung around. And there's like a little um, wink and nod to them. It was like, ooh, looks like the uh, the baseball furies dropped the ball as the Warriors got to second base <laughs> or something like that. So yeah. there was like a real group, but I there don't is think something.
1: Living in New York, there's something that always has occurred to me where you'll see kids on the subway and sometimes they'll just be like holding an aluminum baseball bat. But if they're wearing a baseball uniform, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But I like, I like to imagine like if you like what if somebody's just wearing sweatpants and like a T-shirt and a baseball bat? You're like, ooh. like what if there's like a nail sticking in that baseball bat? You're like, oof. Yeah. Oh, that's so kind of. I like the idea of this gang of the baseball furies, where they get hassled by the police because they have baseball bats, and so they start dressing more and more like baseball players, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that so they get left alone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that's yeah, not, uh... they're,
1: they're definitely the coolest gang. I, I like the baseball furies. I think that there's <laughs> we'll talk about it more later on the soundtrack. Actually,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. We can get to that.
0: Here we go, track four. This is Mandrill with Echoes in My Mind.
3: And when the beat starts getting
0: waiting for that song to break into hi my name is what
1: (laughs) it's got a little bit of that i like mandrel quite a bit they're like a little bit of a uh, like a latin flavored funk rock group a little bit like early santana or war you know early war a band that i like quite a bit
0: Mm -hmm. uh it looks like the the writers for that track carlos wilson lewis wilson richard Wilson, wilfredo wilson
1: oh i should say that they're the latin beach boys yeah
0: (laughs) there you go (laughs) (laughs)
3: that's pretty
1: (laughs) i think that uh the best part of this movie for me is uh the guy that plays the bad guy who he uh david patrick kelly i think he passed away recently but
2: He's so good. He's so good, I, dude. I'd agree to disagree on that. <laughs> oh, really? You don't? You don't like him? He's his delivery. I was like, why <laughs> would he say these lines the way he's saying them? Everything's like, <laughs> <laughs> no, the Warriors. They're the ones that, like everything. <laughs> Who's who he talking oh, to on the phone all the time? By the way, I couldn't figure it out.
1: He's, he's talking to the the head of the rogues or whatever. He's, no, <laughs> my favorite line reading of his is they're they're hanging outside of like a little bodega type area and they're just kind of like helping themselves to candy bars and sodas or whatever. And then they're, <laughs> they're about to leave, and the poor girl working there is like, "Aren't you going to pay?" And he just turns around and is like,
3: "For what? <laughs> For what?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think he's awesome. He's in the Crow. Eventually we'll get around to doing an episode about yeah. the Crow eventually. Uh
2: yeah, I I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We can talk more about him later, but the iconic the uh cring,
3: cring. cring. <laughs> come out to play." <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was a that that and "Can you dig it?" might be like the most um pervasive lines from this movie that have shown up in a lot of uh I guess uh, Shaquille O'Neal had a great thing. <laughs> He's like, can you dig it? <laughs> I can't remember what yeah, the but, context yeah. was. But, um, but yeah, apparently the, uh, the three bottles clinking uh, was kind of like a last minute thing. Um, and it was something that um, I guess David Patrick Kelly, uh, he knew some bully when he was growing up that would taunt him that way.
1: Yeah, I don't th- I don't think it was even growing up. I think it was he was living in New York as a as a young actor and there was just a guy <laughs> on the block who was always like heckling him as he was walking home. Oh man. Like, yeah, yeah. It was like it was a Manhattan neighborhood guy and he was like, Jesus Christ. So he started doing an impression of him. <laughs> oh
0: man. I think I remember it was like a few years ago. It was like the Warriors anniversary.
2: And yeah. it was like We're going to all take the train to Coney Island. Dude, that's (laughs) two hours. (laughs) We're going to go from Coney Island to the Bronx. Then we're going to get off (laughs) and get at 92nd Street. (laughs) I have a
1: friend friend who, for his bachelor party, he had a Warriors-themed bachelor party. And it was like a pub crawl from the Bronx to Coney
2: Island. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, that's fun. That's fun, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do like their... Uh, they have the coolest outfits. They all have a nice um, love for Native American culture, uh, a little <laughs> bit of flair in that. It's it's really, it, as, as my girlfriend pointed out, it's a lot of uh, brown leather versus black leather in this movie. <laughs> There's a lot
1: of i kind of wish that there was a little bit more theming of i feel like the baseball furies are like kind of close to where yankees i guess they're kind of like more on the north end of central park but they're you know the not too far from the bronx where yankee stadium would be but -hmm. like the warriors don't seem to have any sort of coney island flavor to them i feel like they should have some like neon and maybe be carrying like big stuffed animals or some shit (laughs) I was gonna say, like, what
0: Nathan's hot dogs, hats—they
1: did the whole time, just be like, "Oh man, I I could eat a hot dog right now."
2: Okay, (laughs) it's like, yeah, way on brand. (laughs) He throws like a dart at him at the end. (laughs) The movie just ends, (laughs) in them riding a roller coaster.
1: (laughs) There's like a bunch of that, yeah, where they have to like hit some milk bottles with a baseball from like (laughs) a few yards away. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> we gotta make that movie. The <laughs> cyclones. No one steps on our turf,
3: man.
0: Let's get into track five while we're here. This is Barry Dave Orzan again with The Fight.
3: The baseball furies dropped the ball, made an error. Our friends are on second base and trying to make it all the way home. Ah!
0: There's that iconic voice. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: That's that's the chief. I actually read that uh, she didn't realize that they were going to pull in so close to uh, her mouth the whole time. Yeah. It wasn't until she like saw the completed film that she didn't realize that she wasn't really in it.
2: They <laughs> never showed her face. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Lynn Thigpen. Oh, man.
1: I must have started her obsession with Carmen Sandiego, whose face you never really see
0: oh yeah yeah it's very mysterious
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay well there's the iconic line that i botched earlier uh it wasn't even close um i said drop the ball and second yeah yeah yeah, the baseball i think
1: of all like the soundtracks we've had that have like a kind of reoccurring score score parts Mm -hmm. this is like pretty pretty good score music
2: I i really enjoy this album. Uh I think it's cool, like synthesize rock and roll sort of stuff. Um Barry uh Dvorzon went on to do many, many things. And he did a lot of stuff before this, but um he was a big soundtrack guy, he ended up doing Xanadu, which oh, is yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: which was also uh, with ELO.
2: Yeah. And uh Michael Beck. Um yeah. Fucking Swan, man! <laughs> Just, ooh, intimidating name. What's the leader of your gang Leader of your gang? Swan.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: it's
0: also the name of that that titular character from the uh, Phantom of the Paradise right, uh, yeah. soundtrack that we did. Swan is always a menacing character.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I like it's, it. Uh, he's the hero.
2: <laughs> swan, swan? No, swan no it's the opposite oh, No, in no in,
1: in this movie in this movie
2: yeah he gets a little um he gets a little rapey too like everyone i was yeah, like man. is this is the way the 70s was <laughs> the, uh,
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> there's nobody to really love like i said i i'm kind of i like the uh the bad guy what's the
2: bad guy's name uh in luther this- luther uh i kind of like luther
1: he's like a pure anarchist kind of uh character where (laughs) at the end when they finally ask him why he did anything he's like
2: it's the kind of thing i like to do I don't know. I just did it. <laughs> like, no, I like rolled my eyes because like the first time I saw this movie, I was like, "What? That's why he did this?" Like, no, I love it, man. It's like it's like the Stranger. It's like
1: the uh, you know shooting the guy on the beach. It's like the sun's in your eyes, and he just he just does a thing.
2: I just did it.
1: I don't know. I just did it. What do you want? What do I'm you a want? weird guy? I do weird stuff. <laughs> I talk. I talk weird.
0: My dad just texted me. Just sent some steaks. We'll be there tomorrow morning. <laughs>
2: oh man! Hey, my parents did the same thing. Sent what? Some beef tenderloin. Said happy Happy Easter. Uh, I, th- I was bracing myself for some really bad news. Right yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, hey, uh, guys, uh, if I could just. Um, My dad's sending me some sticks, so. uh. (laughs) God. We got one more track before a break. We have a bit of a
0: uh, surprising artist popping up on the soundtrack here. We've got Barry DeVorzon with Joe Walsh. Yeah. Yeah. This is In the City. Joe Walsh has always kind of like creeped around popping up on soundtrack collaborations over the I, years.
1: I, all I do is talk shit about the Eagles and then uh, we keep having Joe Walsh songs pop up on this podcast and I always love them.
2: I, I was like, I had the same thing in my notes. I was yeah. like, dude, I, sh- I hate the Eagles. I shit on them all the time. But every time we talk about a Joe Walsh, I'm like, it's great. Oh, it's really like, on the song soundtrack. It's great.
1: Yeah, we had a Joe Walsh song on the 40-Year-Old Virgin. Life yeah, of maybe, Illusion, yeah. Uh, maybe on, a, on another one. <laughs> uh, yeah, but this song was original original for this movie. Yeah. This is, it's at the end of the movie, right? Isn't this like the closing credits? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really fucking good. It was recently featured pretty heavily in a Rick and Morty episode. I don't know and if I, you guys remember that.
2: I coincidentally watched it a couple of nights ago. I was just like, I need like a one-off thing to watch and it was like the Rick Lannis episode. Yeah,
1: it's one of the, it's one of the best ones where it's 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 this crazy epic about all these stories going on in the uh
2: Tales from the Citadel.
1: Yeah. And this is like the intro where it just it plays like a lot of this song.
2: It's like it's so good. It's such a good and they they use it so well, man. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. God damn, Joe Walsh. <laughs> You fucking bastard <laughs> it's really good. We, like,
1: do it. we gotta we gotta do like the uh beverly hills cop soundtrack that has like what is that have a glenn fry on song on it or something like everybody else's like solo stuff is so bad
2: yeah i know there's dunk on glenn fry <laughs> <laughs> well i mean the eagles did like cannibalize this song for their own tour so there's like a yeah, yeah. version of this that's like it's good but, um, it's definitely become part of their repertoire as well, which has gotta be yeah, I bet Joe Walsh is a little bit ticked about that. Maybe it adds to the reason why they have separate dressing rooms and stuff <laughs> <laughs> like, oh
3: God.
0: you see that so often where bands uh travel around, play these tours for forty years, they all hate each other and <laughs> they they travel on separate chartered planes. it's separate dressing rooms in stadiums it's 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 completely and then they get up on stage and they they have a great time and then they nod at each other (laughs) and they go their separate way i mean i think it was some interview with um mick jagger where he was asked what the secret to staying together for that many years was and his answer was to stay the fuck away from each other
2: yeah (laughs) i believe it man uh oh it's the money
1: the money the the money's a secret
2: yeah, it's um, unlimited.
0: <laughs>
1: so cash, much money, <laughs> man.
0: There was some interview recently with the guitar player for the Who. What's his name? Um,
1: I Was a uh, wait, Pete Townsend? Yeah, no. with
0: Pete Townsend, where he, you know, was confessing in the interview on like ABC or something like that, where. He said, like he's never enjoyed playing shows live. He 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 hates performing, but like, there's there's no there's no way that you could do it for that long and and not enjoy it once you're actually doing the thing. Yeah, I
2: mean, yeah. But think about what people do for money in in every day. You know yeah, yeah. what I mean? Like go to jobs they hate for their yeah. entire lives to make money. You know. You're like, dude. I I get to have millions of dollars to do something I don't really care for. Fine. <laughs> he just has to get up
0: there and like play pinball wizard. It's not <laughs> a big deal. <laughs> just like, calm down, dude. It's fine. <laughs> that takes us straight into a break.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, when we come back, we are going to add a track to the track listing Spotify playlist. Our favorite song about going home, heading home trying to get back to coney island home and then uh
0: yeah no one's home <laughs> these days yeah yeah
1: what's your favorite song about getting home and never leaving ever again
0: <laughs> stick with
2: us we love you hey thank you guys for listening to the track listing podcast as always we want to hear from you Hey, hey, hey. Yes.
1: Thank you for listening to podcast.
2: <laughs> welcome to our ad how can they uh, reach out to us, Chris? Well, you can find us on Instagram. That is at tracklistingpodcast.
0: You can Gmail us. At Do people, I, it's 2020 now. I don't know if people email anymore. People but it, you. It, if you
2: want Gmail, it's uh,
0: tracklistingpodcast at gmail.com.
2: And rate and review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Yeah. And make sure to follow our uh, official Spotify tracklisting playlist on Spotify.
1: Get on that iTunes and try to balance out our one one star review. Yeah, who did that?
2: <laughs> who hey! hey! hey!
1: (laughs) Thanks
0: for listening. We love y'all. Welcome back to the remote track listing podcasts. Test episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, mu- that music can only mean one thing. It means that Caleb put together a game for you guys today. I yeah. uh, put together uh, four rounds of our game that we like to call Super Group, our Only Connect inspired game. I'm going to play uh, three three clues uh, in a sequence, and you're going to try to guess what the fourth song is. Uh, sometimes a theme has to do with the band. Sometimes it has to do with the song. Sometimes has to do with something thematic uh i feel like these ones might be a little tricky uh we'll see how you guys do hopefully you can hear through the uh connection all right might have no to... cheating
2: no uh sound hounding no <laughs> no shazamming yeah, yeah.
1: No yeah we're on the honor system here um all right guys are you ready i'm ready are you excited Who's
0: moving furniture? <laughs> it's time to rearrange the studio.
1: <laughs> all right. Fingers on buzzers. Fingers on buzzers. All right, let's, all right. uh, <laughs> let's hear uh, the clue. Clue one for round one.
2: Okay, all that's right.
0: Rush, no question. Rush with Limelight. The there is a lyric in that song that is borrowed from uh from a Shakespeare play. Um those, those who wish to see something like it's that. It's the all, all the world's a stage.
2: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Uh so
2: But we'll that, that that is Limelight, of, that's the name of the song? That is Limelight by Rush. Sweet. Let's, all right
1: guys uh, it sounds like you're plan. off to a good start that's next a lot plan. of information
0: yeah <laughs> i just watched that paul red movies so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> good job guys all right let's hear the uh, clue two
2: It's R.E.M. Think, orange Crush.
0: I think I'm on to something here.
2: Lime Orange. Yep. Okay.
1: Yeah, what do you guys What do you guys think? Lime. Seems like you're off to a good start. Feeling optimistic? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a weird kind of commentating this week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How are your spirits? How Feel confident? Spirit? Pretty confident. Uh, All right.
0: I, as far as a sequence is concerned, I'm not quite sure yet.
2: Yeah, because lime and orange. I mean, citrus fruits. I I would guess like a lemon song's coming up, something by the lemon heads or and then what else? I like, I like this pre-guessing. Keep going. Like tangerine, something Ooh. like lemon and tangerine.
0: Yeah, maybe the f- the uh, the fourth clue is tangerine off Led Zeppelin three, perhaps. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, let's, let's let's hear
1: the third clue before you guys uh before you guys lock in.
0: Okay. Clue three
3: with Shake like a
2: Shake like a Okay. That's uh <laughs> salt shaker. Shake it like a salt shaker by the Yin Yang Twins. So, is this a cocktail, do we think? You got some lime, you got some orange, but it's Orange Crush. So, that's a soda pop. Tequila? Is this a tequila sun, sunrise or something? Yeah, maybe that Jimmy Buffett.
0: Or no, who sings Tequila Sunrise? Is that Jimmy Buffett?
1: Uh, I think that's the Eagles.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe Walsh again. Yeah. I'll I'll <laughs> guess I'll guess this fourth one is tequila sunrise or something. I don't know, but that's not quite how the game works. Yeah, so. you
1: think of a, think of a sequence. Lime, orange.
2: Lime, salt. orange, salt shaker.
1: You guys yeah, you guys were there, but then you you got distracted.
2: Okay, so th- let's just think of colors maybe. No, no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not that long ago. You guys were just there. Uh, no,
2: it's like a, a cocktail or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> All right, let's hear the answer. Citrus, see if you guys can put it together.
2: Roots, salt, here here we go. go. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's the, the makings of a uh, tequila sunrise. No, no, no,
1: man. It's a margarita. Oh. You got you got, <laughs> you got lime, you what? got orange juice, you got salt, and you got
2: tequila. Orange juice? You, yeah, man. Seconds, a margarita. There's what the, no, what the hell are no you talking about? What or- kind
0: of margarita are you drinking?
2: What <laughs> the fuck is going on, dude? Look it no. up. Look it up. No way, dude. Margaritas does not have orange juice in it. Are you out of your mind?
1: Mar- a- Margaritas <laughs> totally <laughs> have orange juice in them. No way. That's a tequila sunrise.
2: Google it. It's orange liqueur.
1: Orange liqueur. Well, it's orange. Orange is a clue. It's orange. Okay. Uh, Tequila tequila sunrise has grenadine in it, I think.
0: Caleb is our resident mixologist, (laughs) by the way.
2: (laughs) let's do it, it, round two round two dude uh, it's tequila <laughs> and mountain dew that's a margarita man that,
0: that's it man it's josta and rc cola
2: <laughs> all right okay that was good though that was good
1: yeah yeah you can't be too angry at me you said tequila i know, I know.
3: Yeah, it, it,
1: you it had went. the right answer okay yeah, all right round two let's uh let's listen to clue one
2: I got nothing on that. Yeah, I didn't catch many of the lyrics either. Did you?
0: No, I'm gonna say the the uh, fourth in the sequence is uh, Don McLean, American Pie.
1: Oh, pre-guessing, I like it. I should say that these uh, these supposedly get kind of steadily harder as we go.
2: Yeah, first one's a practice. I didn't hear. I didn't hear a single word in that. Did you, Nick? No, I did not. All right,
1: let's uh, move on to the second one. You can go back later if you want.
0: Clue two. telephone wire is that a song by like strawberry alarm clock are we in the baking territory mmm strawberry cheesecake apparently strawberries <laughs> are in cheesecake Caleb <laughs>
2: <laughs> strawberry juice yeah that did sound very strawberry alarm clocky yeah very 60s Well the swingers uh, were very Austin um, powers yeah yeah yeah
1: all right why don't you guys move on to clue three
2: I heard telephone wire
0: yeah, telephone wire. Alright, here's clue three. Okay.
3: M to the to the S to the K, put the mask on the face just to make it next game. Brothers became ladies be claiming. I walk the street and camouflage my identity. Uh-huh.
0: Camouflage telephone wire. Baking. <laughs> Alright,
1: let's hear the answer and see if you guys can work your way backwards.
0: Okay We're killing it <laughs> Clue four
3: Now Andy did you hear about this one Tell me are you
0: locked in the pond Andy are you goofing on
3: out Are we losing time
2: That is Man on the Moon, uh, R.E.M. um, Telephone line lyric. Something telephone.
1: I I feel bad because I I think if we had a better connection, you guys might be able to pick out some lyrics a little easier.
2: Maybe. I think I'm stumped. What do we got? Okay. Are these these technological advances or something? Like man across the sea, telephone, and then camouflage? No. uh,
1: Uh, So the answer, round four... Or round two, the answer is uh, Man on the Moon by REM. Uh, mm-hmm. The third song was The Fugees with the Mask. Uh, the oh, second, Jim
2: Carrey movies, was
1: The Breakaways with Liar Liar and Blonde Redhead with 23.
2: Oh,
0: Ow. Yeah, those and those are also uh, going Jim Carrey movies going from uh, worst to better, maybe. Yeah, probably
2: <laughs> best probably. to yeah worst to best. I would say. Yeah, 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 t- yeah. If you start with twenty three, you can only go up. <laughs> uh,
1: but if you, the breakaway song, the lyric is "liar liar pants on fire," something something telephone wire.
0: Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. liar liar. Right,
2: yeah, if good. I had heard that, I would have. I would have just been upset. Like I was still would have been wrong.
0: We haven't heard from Jim Carrey during the coronavirus outbreak so far. I wonder what he's up to. I I'm so fine with that. <laughs> he's probably, probably painting. He's doing a lot of painting. I like I
1: like postmodern Jim Carrey. It's just growing his beard out.
2: You like his painting stuff as a painter yourself? You have to be like, what the fuck are you doing, man?
1: <laughs> like... I don't like the paintings, but I like the fact that he's making the paintings.
2: That's okay. <laughs> See I, I I would say the opposite. I know I mean his whole thing is like this is a picture of of a of a monkey holding an assault rifle. Like, oh, yeah. There we go. What <laughs> are you just, are there? He he reminds me of Mr.
0: Brainwash from uh Oh you know, my god from Exit Through the Gift Shop where he's like <laughs> Yeah the monkey holding the gun but it says Fisher Price. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move right into round three. We've All got right. a Clue one, round three. Yeah, these are getting hard. Okay. I
3: want you to move to California for yourself. I want you to find whatever your heart
2: needs. I want you to move. Okay. Move to California. What was the name of that band? Um, not sure off the top of my head. You that got was uh, moved moved to California. It sounded like TV on the radio or something, but uh, it then the lyrics came in and it sounded different. But all right, let's
0: hear uh, clue two. Okay.
2: Okay, that was devil went down to Georgia.
0: By the uh the Charlie
2: Daniels band. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Right. Um. So what? California and Georgia.
0: California, Georgia. Are these? Um. Is this a sequence of states that have done uh, shelter in place? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Try not so to funny. be too topical.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna. <laughs> that's the first thing that came to my mind too. I was like, oh, oh, Jesus. Geez. All right. We've got California and Georgia. California, Georgia, what do those states have in common? Should we dive into clue three? Yeah, let's do clue three. Let's do clue three. But we know we're, we're in the state realm.
0: Yeah, I'm going states. Let's hear it. Is that like Tom uh, Tom Jones?
2: <laughs> I don't think it's <laughs> Tom Jones, but it's another one of those like Austin Powersy sixties <laughs> songs.
1: You guys have a yeah. one one track mind tonight.
2: And, no, is that um like the Animals or something? Like the House of the Rising Sun type song.
0: Uh yeah, right.
2: It's uh, definitely got I like th- the uh, like Jim Morrison like early
1: I think you guys need a fourth clue on this one.
2: Okay. Okay. So we got oh, Cali, Georgia. Are those names somehow. Okay. All right. I missed that last one, but okay. Let's do four and see if we can work backwards. Here we go. Somebody- Alphaville, forever young. Okay. Forever young. California, George, went to Georgia, moved to California. Devil went down to.
0: I don't know. I I think I might be
2: stumped. What do you got? Move to California, Devil went down to Georgia, sell your soul, and then be forever young or something? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going
1: to uh, give the states. Connection was a red herring.
2: Yeah, I think it's some Faustian type thing, like be forever, forever young. Yeah, forever young. Has Sell be your soul to it. the devil. Move west. I don't. Aha, I don't know. I don't know. cross,
0: cross crossroads. Yeah. All right, I'm going to uh,
1: read them in order. Let's see if you guys come up with this. Okay. Uh, that, that first track is Delta Spirit with California.
2: Oh.
0: Yep. Delta. Charlie.
2: Oh, it's the NATO alphabet.
1: <laughs> and then Charlie Daniels Delta Band.
2: those yeah.
1: yeah. Bravos. With Bravo! Is black.
2: And then Alpha.
1: And then Alphaville with Forever Young.
2: Ah, you got us on the stage. <laughs> and the NATO alphabet. W- good quizzing. Well, Good well quizzing.
1: I was... I thought that if you... I knew you guys would know Charlie Daniels. I thought if you could pull... Like Delta Spirit is one of those bands that I know people are fans of that I'm not a fan of and I was wondering if you guys knew Delta then Charlie I thought you could bring it home.
3: Ah, damn, damn. very
0: good. Damn. Excellent quizzing. Unfortunately, there's a round 4. <laughs>
2: oh, okay. Round 4. All right, you guys excited? Yeah. You need to you need to really trim the fat on these ones Nick. I think there's a lot of What was that? Play it again.
1: <laughs> All right, one more round. You guys can do this.
0: Clue 1,
3: round 4. Ooh 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 I feel my temperature rising. Hell the flame, I must be a 109. Burn and burn, burn
2: and nothing can
0: cool me. All right, that song's <laughs> terrible. What do you got, Chris? <laughs> I love that song.
2: Yeah, it's all right. It's sort of a, oh. temperature rising. Um ooh, 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 I don't
0: have an I can't place an artist or a uh, song title on that so i'm I'm stricken to the lyrics
2: yeah it sounds like a little like Elvis runoff something
0: yeah uh should we dive into clue 2? let's do it
3: I to run, but she made me an oh, 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 fire she turned me to straw
0: Maybe I heard him say fever in that song again. I don't
2: know. <laughs> Who sings that? Do you, you know, I, I I know that song. The sweetest thing. It's not like U2, is it? Am I crazy? It might be no, U2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's U2, right? Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Sweetest thing, U2. Clue 3. Never
3: gonna love you like I want
2: track um i assume it's called invisible uh i don't know who sings that it's country western star it's like faith U- it sounds like an unreleased avril lavigne song <laughs> I, I, I got a country vibe from it with the with the backing track that kelly clarkson maybe Ooh, maybe send us hate mail
1: yeah yeah we're gonna <laughs> we're
2: gonna have people after us about that one. <laughs> okay. I don't know what's happening. Let's work with what we've got. Okay, u two, let's that could be Faith Hill, that could be invisible, Kelly Clarkson. Sweetest thing by u two is the only thing that's that we have as a fact. So, temperature, temperature sweet rising, the sweetest invisible Let's get a clue for.
1: Before you, uh, before you go to the last clue, I'll give you a hint that this is a group of four.
2: Okay. I think that's shaggy wait what was yeah, your flu four,
1: four four is very significant to this answer
2: four people saying that last song <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: there's yeah it was one person banned two person band.
1: <laughs> going for it so this is I like don't... a a bit of a comic book connection i don't know if you guys
0: okay could... uh... okay uh...
2: oh, oh the, okay well that 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 was the fantastic four uh, so you got temperature rising. Somebody's on fire. It's Mr. Flame. This Mr. Sweetest... Mr. Flame. <laughs> Mr. Flame. Yeah. Mr. So human, Flame. A human Torch. Human Torch. Mr. Flame. <laughs> um, oh You no. got the sweetest thing, which is is that like uh, Doctor Fantastic, whatever his name is, that stretches. Oh no. Uh,
0: the the hate mail is piling up. As yeah, he's... you you
1: might be thinking of The Thing. The thing. <laughs> oh
2: no. <laughs> Okay, then the Invisible, Invisible oh, Woman. No. And, and then, then
1: uh, Mr. Fantastic is the, oh, the last one. Man.
0: Oh, this has gone terribly
1: wrong,
3: Caleb. Oh,
0: man.
1: How man. dare you? How dare you? You uh, guys were really lost on that one. <laughs> All right,
0: well, we, we got a soundtrack to get back <laughs> to here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Thank you, Caleb. Thanks Caitlin. for, that was a, thanks that was for playing, great. guys.
2: I give you no thanks for
0: that. He's not <laughs>
2: the sweetest thing. He's the he's thing. The the, he's thing. the opposite of sweet. But it, he's the, the song, thing. Is the song called the thing? The thing. Sweetest thing. <laughs> oh no! All right. Oh, well done, Caleb. You stumped us again. That was a. Uh, what that was what four
1: you Mister Flame?
2: <laughs> That's Mister Flame. <laughs> oh man,
0: guys, we're we're getting canceled. Oh, man. Uh, well, let's dive right back into the Warrior soundtrack. We, <laughs> you can't cancel us
2: if no one listens to us.
0: <laughs> oh, very true, very true. Uh, we've got track seven diving back in here. This is Love is a Fire by Virginia Ravon.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't like this song.
2: <laughs> no, but it's, it's during the, uh, the scene with the Lizzie's. Uh, I do like
1: the Lizzie scene.
2: And it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's a great scene and it's this weird, like slow burn. That's way too slow. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> you've got one character, uh, Rembrandt, who's just like looking at everything for like, it takes him 30 minutes to put it together that it's not <laughs> going well. But, um, I do like the the weird like dance off scene where where you start realizing like these gals ain't in the uh, ain't in the guys. <laughs> uh, I like the
1: one of the warriors when shit goes down just like breaks a
2: chair over one of the listings. and you're like, "Oh, shit." Yeah, it it turns out the warriors are like bad people. <laughs> like going through, through at the end of this movie uh they are aggressive very aggressive towards women and then just beat the shit out of a bunch of them but- they, I
1: think they are neither better nor worse than any other gang member in the city they just happen to be the one that are trying to get home
2: i don't know how
0: you guys feel but i mean the movie looks great and is shot well but i don't know if this is a good movie or not <laughs> <gasps> but this is a Uh, podcast about soundtracks ultimately that's true and uh i do feel pretty good about the soundtrack so far oh yeah with the the exception of that last track yeah (laughs) overall i feel pretty good about this soundtrack
2: but this this would be something um that would be playing in a uh in a lesbian rec room uh (laughs) a rec room (laughs) of a lesbian gang i think in 1979 yeah they would be way down on this you know uh it's a it's a precursor to um you know, I don't know some Pat Benatar stuff or something. You know? That's but, right. Uh, like, I watched this with my girlfriend, and uh, she pointed out like the two girls that were dancing together. She, they've, there's some great hair in this movie. First of all, uh, all through and through, girls and guys. But uh, there's one girl with like this crazy ramen noodle like blonde hair. That's just... <laughs> <Mwah>! Chef's kiss. <laughs> Uh, I was just looking at my
0: notes that I was taking during the game on this notepad, and if anyone found what I wrote down on this notepad, <laughs> if if my wife found this, she might leave me. On this notepad, the notepad says, Rush Limelight, Devil Went Down to Georgia, and just you too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mine says, Mr. Flame. Uh- <laughs> Miss- oh, Mr. Flame. Mr. Flame. <laughs>
0: You know, it's not time to get into Rush or Charlie Daniels Band or you two at the same time in any day.
1: I remember there was a Norm Macdonald bit where he about the Fantastic Four, and it was like, "Oh, you're you're like a big rock thing. We'll call you the Thing." And it's like, "Oh, that's fair enough." And it's like, "And you're like a human torch. Look at you. And you, you know, you're an invisible woman. That's pretty straightforward." And I guess you know, I stretch. You know, I'm Mister Fantastic. People are like, "Wait, what?"
3: Yeah, back up. Yeah. <laughs>
1: He's like, yeah, it's fantastic. I can stretch. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, we're all agreed on that. It's like, no, no, no.
2: I don't think so. And as a group, we call ourselves the Baseball Boys. (laughs) Baseball Boys. (laughs) And apparently the manager was the one that said, like,
0: maybe you guys should think about the outfield. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I thought you guys were leaning towards the Furies it's like no we're the baseball boys the
0: baseball boys I don't want to lose your left tonight by the baseball boys <laughs> well, and there
2: there is a band called the Baseball Furies that was obviously inspired by uh, the Baseball Furies from the Warriors uh, and they're like a punk rock band out of Oregon, I believe. Out of Portland, yeah. maybe. That sounds right. It
1: sounds,
0: uh, right. <laughs> it sounds like right. there yeah. might be a little bit of horn section in that band. Maybe a little bit of ska
1: but flavor. But here's oh, the no. thing,
2: guys. They dressed up like the Baseball Furies on stage sometimes. So,
1: oh, boy. Pretty cool. Oh, no. Speaking of, let's roll into Track 8.
2: Ooh. now
0: Who do we got for Track 8? Uh, once again, Barry Day Vorzon, Baseball Furies Chase.
1: So that's that's uh scoring the scene that we've been talking about for 45 minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we've arrived.
1: <laughs> We're in Central Park just like uh beating each other's ass with baseball bats.
3: Yeah.
0: You know, I I drove through Central Park today and uh it was it was pretty desolate. I was I was a bit surprised uh just so far from like, you know, driving around and looking at different areas. Manhattan seems to be way more desolate uh than Brooklyn. As soon as we got back into Brooklyn and drove by parks, people were, people's kids were playing with each other. Parks were pretty full. The Domino Park in Williamsburg, people were laying out in the grass and tanning oh together. God. Yeah, Ma- Manhattan seems to have gotten the message. <laughs> uh, well, Br- Brooklyn that's the thing parks is there's a, a lot of
1: like parts of Manhattan that people don't really live in. Plus, a lot of people, I think, just like bounced out into like.
2: Yeah, people took it to the Hamptons. Yeah. Yeah, I I think we need to uh we need to address the 2005 Rockstar video game called The Warriors for PlayStation 2. Um, All right. did anybody play that? Uh, that that was the uh side scroller, right? No. No, no, no. No. It it was like GTA graphics for the most part. Oh, it was like a like a Rockstar kind of game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a Rockstar game. It was a wrong Star game.
1: Yeah, I think Steph was talking about playing it. I never played it. But I I remember reading that, like, they got the voice actors to do, like, they got Cyrus, the actor that played Cyrus, to come and do the same part, you know?
2: Yeah, I mean, you can go on YouTube and watch, like, the entire cinematic, uh, like, cut sequences from it. And it, like, matches up to the movie. It's... It's one of those things, like, I think um, Dan Aykroyd claims that he's like, the real third Ghostbusters is the video game.
1: <laughs> like, there's like, there's Dan a Aykroyd video game. is out of his mind. <laughs> he oh, plays man. aliens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he sells the, the vodka and the crystal skulls.
2: Crystal have vodka. Yeah, man. That's the seven oh, crystal man. skulls. Um, no, he's, he's off his rocker. But um, But, like, Ghostbusters three, they put a huge amount of, or, or excuse me, the video game, they put a huge amount of um, effort into, and like the writing was great, and they had all like the original voice actors and stuff like that. So they did a bit of the same thing with like it was as close to a remake as we've had um, to the Warriors, which I I I think is in desperate need of a of a remake today because it, it's a great movie concept. In execution, eh, like the action sequence themselves, the baseball fury chase included, it gets a little hokey, but I don't know. It's very similar to um, Caleb and I were talking about Escape from New York, and I was like, that movie's awesome. And Caleb was like, like, have you seen it recently? And I was like, no. You're like, watch it and then like yeah it sucks. <laughs> it
1: sucks i think this i think this holds up better than escape from new york certainly as, and as it, much as i love john carpenter i think this holds up better
2: but as like a tough gang which the warriors are the best they claim it uh like <laughs> their gang strategy like the orphans they were like do it and they throw a Molotov cocktail and then like everybody scatters and you're like what like that, that scared them <laughs> off and then when they fight the overall, uh, skating band <laughs> or skating. That's gang. actually,
1: it's funny when I was rewatching it, there's a scene where, uh, yeah, they're in union square station looks exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it's the, the gang that's on the, what? what is the gang on the roller skates? I, remember the, I
2: don't know if they have a name. Do you think?
1: I think they, I think they mentioned the name, but, uh. They're, they look like cast members from Days and Confused, and they're roller skating around Union Station. They look, and, they look
2: uh, like uh, the Dexy Midnight Runners, man. <laughs> like
1: so- but there's, a, there's a scene. So the-
2: oh! oh some breaking news.
0: It's just Dan from Caleb Brown.
1: I do have a little bit of breaking news. It's some music news that's not sad, actually, uh, which is Bob Dill- Bob Dylan scored his first ever number one song on a Billboard chart. This week.
3: Whoa! Oh, whoa!
1: I don't know if you guys read about this. He released a track called Murder Most Foul. It's uh, 17 minutes long.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that the one where he confesses to murdering someone halfway through the song? <laughs> I
1: don't think so. It's about Kennedy. He makes a reference to Nightmare on Elm Street, which is kind of funny. Uh, but it's a very long, sprawling song that he just kind of released out of the blue. And it ended up being on the top of the rock digital song sales. uh chart i listen to it it's actually it's fine you know it's like a very you know it's in he has a tone poem kind of uh genre of song that he does where it's very uh there's not a lot of melody um i just think it's funny that like boomers are still obsessed with kennedy (laughs) it's like (laughs) we're in the middle of like a nut like a dozen crazy crises and this guy's like writing 17 minutes about kennedy (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, but it's prescient <laughs>
0: Well, that'll take us right into track nine <laughs> All right, Johnny Vastano You're moving too slow
3: When you need to call my name
0: I think for the first time ever, I'm going to say that that track could have benefited by uh, maybe a collaboration with Joe Walsh.
1: Yeah, man, that was a stinker. It's got a yeah. little bit of uh, harmonica on there, which you hate to hear. <laughs>
3: <Okay>. <laughs>
1: that, so, tra- that track brings me back to like the cocktail soundtrack that we did.
2: Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. that movie, that soundtrack... <laughs> I think I told you my dad was like, "Yeah, you guys, uh, you guys were too kind to the cocktail soundtrack." <laughs> I was like, "Really? We we trashed it." And He was like, "You could have dug in worse." <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been looking at the uh, the Wikipedia for the Warriors soundtrack, and Chevy Chase is on there as a vocals (parentheses) background, and I, I'm like, "What?" How could he? I don't know if somebody's been messing with this, but also on there is Gary Coleman as percussion. Right. And I was like, it's probably a different Gary Coleman, but someone's linked to uh, the American actor, Gary <laughs> Coleman. So. I think,
1: there was a time in the late 70s when there was like the very early days of the Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> it's like everybody's just, you know, <laughs> like the Dan Aykroyd, like everybody's hanging out with blues players and <laughs> recording.
2: Steve Martin toured with the dead dude. Steve Martin, Tour of the Dead. I don't know if you know that.
0: Weird (laughs) facts, man. Uh, Should we dive into the last track here?
2: Yeah, let's do it. I guess we're ready.
0: All right. This is Desmond Child with track 10. This is Last of an Ancient Breed.
2: Shared their blood and swore their vows to keep while the citizens were in the throes of sleep. We'll see this
1: morning.
0: Desmond Child uh introduced into the Songwriters Hall of Fame in 2008. Uh man, this guy Desmond Child, you guys know Desmond Child? He's done He's it. He's a
1: huge huge songwriter. Yeah. All the way from uh, Aerosmith to Ricky Martin.
0: Well <laughs> let, let's start with the songs that he has written uh that the, the lesser known to the more known perhaps. <laughs> okay. Or maybe these are all well known. They're right? all pretty well known. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got Ricky Martin's The Cup of Life.
1: You got every Ricky Martin song. He did Livin' La Vida Loca, he did She Bangs.
2: You got Bon Jovi, Livin' on a Prayer.
1: You give you give Love a Bad Name.
0: Aerosmith's Dude Looks Like a Lady. The goat. The goat. <laughs> <laughs> the goat. <laughs> Caleb and I were texting each other photos of Desmond Child and Steven Tyler. <laughs> and <laughs> it's, it's pretty wild. I think maybe we'll post one of these in our uh, Instagram post yeah. for the episode. It's a, but, one of uh, them. One
1: of them looks like uh, Maria Banford and Louis C.K. recording a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> They're very casual.
0: And then the recent one looks like like Steely Dan. It's crazy, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah,
1: I love this song because this song is like uh Bruce Springsteen song about the warriors. <laughs> yeah, I know.
2: dude. Like, <laughs> if if Swan were truly now like the leader of the warriors now that uh uh what's his name? Cleon is dead. Uh, well, but you don't really you don't see Cleon die, right? He just gets like Dude, he's dead no question they the fucking riffs fucking get in on him <laughs> they're elbowing there's like nine dudes elbowing his head he's mobbed by so many people he, that fucker's dead dude <laughs> all right all right but yeah, maybe maybe he comes back who knows but i, I would love to see like he's like yeah Remember, we're the Warriors. Hit the jukebox. <laughs> and this song plays. Everyone's like, yeah.
1: Warriors, <laughs> fighting a baseball gang. And the baseball gang's got bats, and we're fighting them in Central Park.
2: Ooh.
0: That's <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Desmond Child also wrote the song I Live for the Day by Lindsay Lohan in Ooh. 2005.
3: Ooh.
2: Yeah. He, no, he, he's the real deal, man. I mean, talk about like a songwriter that – has sort of covered all genres and just made a, a killing on them. So I don't know. I, I mean, Weezer is on, on his credits
0: as
1: well. And, um, kiss. I was made for loving you. The I mean, meatloaf.
2: Dude. D- I mean, d- does anyone write their own songs? Do any bands write their own songs? <laughs> Yes, of course.
1: course. Uh, Oasis did.
0: (laughs) Maybe we're going off topic. (laughs) We're
1: spiraling a little bit.
2: Oh, man. Well, that's the Warrior soundtrack. Yeah. There's there's a lot of great trivia on this. It's a great uh, IMDb trivia page. I had heard, and I I couldn't find anything to back this up, but there's one character named Fox in this movie and his death happens so like shockingly at the beginning like there's a guy oh, that's that- set up oh, sorry good
1: Is like there one of the guys gets tossed <laughs> a-, a policeman tosses him in front of a train
2: yeah and they set yeah. it up to be like a huge part of the movie like he's clearly second in command and then he just dies and you're like oh i guess why did they spend so much time like (laughs) i I have
1: an answer to that actually if if uh maybe we're talking about the same thing
2: okay i had heard that um and i couldn't find anything to corroborate this but uh he had like um uh some issues with the director and they were like getting into fights and he was he was supposed to be the love interest um with mercy uh the female lead and they were just like it's not working out we don't like your chemistry we're gonna have her get with swan and he was like well then write me out of the movie and they're like okay cool but i couldn't i
1: think that's that's basically what happened the interviews that i watched it said that in the script he was the one who was supposed to the weird the weird mercy love story i don't it doesn't make sense no matter who it is she just (laughs) starts like following them uh but yeah it's like, they're like, these, this couple just doesn't make sense. And so they just toss him in front of a fucking L train. Yeah, they
2: just kill him. They just kill him. Oh, It's insane. <laughs> it's crazy. And then no one talks about them either. Like they never acknowledge like what happened yeah. to Fox? They're just like, let's get to Union Square. Let's go.
1: <laughs> they're like, they're really bummed out that Ajax got arrested for trying to rape that woman. <laughs> yeah.
2: And Fox is dead. Um also the uh mercy apparently she broke her wrist during one of the fight scenes and there's that one weird scene where he's like where'd you get that jacket And she's like i stole it and you're like okay all right <laughs> then, but but she's wearing a jacket to cover up her cast The, jacket yeah, yeah, the yeah. Movie, which is kind of cool
1: all right guys
0: let's move on to uh rating this bad boy
1: all right yeah as is tradition i think that chris is gonna lead off what do you think buddy
2: Okay, out of uh, 15 uh, New York City gang delegates. Ooh. Uh, Ooh, out of 15. Out of 15. Um, I, I like this. I like the soundtrack. I think it fits the film pretty well. The score, um, it's uh, it sets a, def, uh, a, a definite tone to the film. Um, let's see here. I mean, let's. Nowhere to run is okay, in Havana is pretty good uh in the city is friggin awesome it's friggin awesome and um you know it's got this synthy sort of um sort of vibe to it that I dig. I think it's important to say that in the trailer, if you watch it on YouTube, they're using the sorcerer theme oh, which, yeah. uh, which is a <laughs> A vinyl soundtrack i bought for caleb not too long ago but it's an awesome soundtrack and i think yeah that's the tangerine dream right tangerine dream yeah it's got some elements of tangerine dream in this as well um long story short love the movie soundtrack fits it well i'm gonna give this an 11.9 oh
1: that's a pretty generous review i think nikki what do you what do you think
2: Uh,
0: on a scale of zero to 15, uh, baseballs in the outfield, I would say that the album could have used a bit more score. I liked the, the synthy stuff that, uh, Chris mentioned, and I feel like the second half of the soundtrack drags a bit more than the first half, but overall, I think it holds up eerily well, uh, especially, when roaming around New York city in, in the uh, <laughs> climate that we're in right now. And I'm going to give it a, a 10.0. Nice. All right.
1: Very good. Uh, so I'll go next. This is a film that I, I still enjoy quite a bit. And uh, I was just happy to like get into some music and think about doing a new episode. I think that my favorite parts of this soundtrack are the score, which is very rare. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like the, the theme that's running through the beginning where they're like all the gangs are going onto to the subway, is super cool. Um I think that the second favorite is that Joe Walsh track, which is so weird to say, but love it. I like Man the Mandrill song. I like In Havana. Uh there is <laughs> I think that nowhere to run cover is pretty bad and some of the stuff towards the end. I'm gonna give this a nine point one.
2: Okay. alright
0: okay. We're we're pretty uh we're pretty close to each
2: other on this one. Yeah, we're all kinda right in the middle there. Yeah, it's yeah. and it's a it's a movie worth watching, uh listeners. I would say if you haven't seen The Warriors, it's a cult classic, uh not appreciated in its day, but um as as I said earlier, in dire need of a remake. So let's make it happen. Sign my petition. <laughs> we gotta make that movie. <laughs>
1: I don't think anything needs to be remade. No,
2: I don't, but... great concept somewhat cool execution uh i do want to talk about the orphans uh who are the lamest gang <laughs> the lazy eye gang the lazy <laughs> <I> love... <laughs> like fred stoller as the yeah. gang leader
0: yeah,
2: he's such <laughs> a... also their
0: outfits are such
2: a drag <laughs> I know. like sewn on uh like the lettering is just the orphans on the back of a t-shirt <laughs>
1: It's something hilarious of like the idiot gang that didn't get invited to the gang meeting, yeah, and didn't even know about it. And it's like what do we do? It's like
2: just just
1: patronize them. No, just let they'll go away.
2: <laughs> and I love it that they're like at first they're building them up, they're like, yeah, they must have been scared of you. You know, you're too you guys are too tough. And then at the end of it they're like, Fuck you! <laughs> <This one play. laughs> oh, the,
3: oh yeah, we've, we we heard you. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> no,
1: nobody makes fun of you being the idiot gang <laughs> with the lazy eyes. Yeah. Oh,
0: I Man, to ra- to uh, to wrap this up, we're gonna recommend <laughs> yeah. our favorite song about going home. Yeah, yeah,
1: we gotta we gotta add a track to the track listing Spotify playlist. Uh, I'll lead off if you guys don't mind. Please, please, um, by all means. So my track is from 1979. This is a musician, I don't know if you guys know this guy, named Jeremy Spencer. Um, he was actually one of the original members of Fleetwood Mac. He, uh, he, he left uh, suddenly, we would say in 1971, uh, apparently he, he joined, a, joined a cult. Nice. Uh, so this cult's called, called The Children of God. I don't know, maybe it's a good one. I don't really know much about it. Uh, But he did a little, he released some music on his own after that. Um, This is from an album. uh, The actual artist is the Jeremy Spencer band, which was apparently Jeremy Spencer along with some of the other cult members. Uh, (laughs) Welcome uh, home. The song is called uh, Traveling, and it's kind of, it's about like, you know, it sounds like it's about a band being on tour kind of like missing uh, your loved ones at home uh, but maybe it's about, you know, being in a cult and being separated from all the people that, from your old life maybe it's uh, the people from Fleetwood Mac that he missed I don't know, I like to read it that way uh, the song is called Traveling uh, by the Jeremy Spencer band Then the nights And the
3: city lights Showed me I was missing I was feeling low, I was missing low, for your love, can I ever get enough of your love? For your love, can I ever get enough of your love?
0: There you have it, traveling. Beautiful song. <laughs> yeah, that
1: was another it sounds very Fleetwood mackey. Uh yeah. there's some vocals by a woman who is apparently uncredited named uh Janine or Jean Hendricks,
2: who was also apparently a member of the cult. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's uh, unfortunate that like such a beautiful song could have such sinister undertones.
1: <laughs> it could have been a good cult. I don't know, you know. It's true. There's, mm-hmm. It was the seventies, there were, you know, probably some good ones. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know,
3: man. <laughs> Chris, what do you got
0: for us for a recommendation?
2: Um, I've got a song uh, by the Lajadu sisters called Come on Home. And this was also in uh from 1979, same year as the Warriors uh, off of an album called Horizon Unlimited. So let's take a take a listen to that. Mm-hmm. I found out about the Lajati sisters uh when I was uh really getting into William Onyebar. Um they are also from Nigeria and uh cousins of Felakuti. Uh-huh. Um yeah, but um, they were around pretty big in Nigeria uh but gained some um you know minimal success elsewhere, kind of afrobeat funky soul stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's great great jam. Uh a lot of their songs have that sort of similar vibe, singing English and their uh their language uh, Yoruba. I hope I'm saying that right. But Yeah. Yeah.
1: I like that. I like that track. I like that we're all doing songs from nineteen seventy nine, although I'm guessing that Nick's song is from two thousand and seven.
0: <laughs> oh really? That is not the year that my song oh, is from. Interesting. What 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 was your guess?
1: Um I was thinking All My Friends by LCD, but maybe it's another LCD vote. Uh
0: The track that I selected is um, an LCD sound system track. <laughs>
1: 2010. From
0: 2010. This is from their third studio album, uh, This from This Is Happening. This is the last track on that album. Uh, Sorry to veer off from the year of the Warriors. (laughs) Sorry, Uh, guy. I didn't realize that was... Oh, my my God. I didn't get the memo. (laughs) Uh, This is LCD Sound System with Home. That band's going places.
3: Yeah, Yeah. what's
0: the name? I do love
1: that song. song Song's called Home. Home. I love how James Murphy is. He's constantly singing about like wanting to not be on tour. (laughs) Yeah,
0: he's got he's got that uh the Who guitar player syndrome.
1: it has got the Pete Townsend syndrome. But I think it's it tickles me so much that the place that he's from that he's always talking about trying to get back to is fucking Williamsburg, Brooklyn, which is like the least hometown of all towns.
2: Yeah. No one's born there. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Which is the place I should say that we pretty much all live, but, uh,
2: but Coney Island, uh, man, that's the place you want to get home. That's home. That's home. I will say, oh, I could use a hot dog right now. I tell you, man, I just want to see a Russian dude in a speedo right now. Uh, (laughs) I will say, um, out of all the gangs I identify with, uh, on the, at the very end of the movie, they uh they ride home and there's some like prom kids that get on the train and I'm like oh that's my gang. <laughs> there's like this weird, right. like, <laughs> like, distinct class war thing happening where like they're like ha, sorry everybody, <laughs> we're just like some kids in tuxedos. I hope you guys are having yeah yeah. Let's, let's get off the train. <laughs> but I was like oh that's me. That would be my gang high schooler in a tuxedo that's getting glared at by uh gang members and then i politely excuse myself to the next train
1: yeah that's the one part so this movie kind of feels like it's set in a version of new york that's like even scarier than like the late 70s new york that it was shot in
2: i think it's accurate Uh, but the
1: fact that (laughs) the fact that 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 those kids get on a subway and aren't immediately freaked out yeah it's like oh it's probably not that bad it's just late at night or something <laughs> like, the warriors are like bleeding and they're hardly wearing any clothes and these kids it takes them a while to be like, oh god. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, there's no way those kids would get on a subway. Like that was that was in the era of like uh cabs would not go to Brooklyn. Uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jesus. Uh but then old Bernie Gets changed it for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs>
0: Is that a solid pick, Chris? Oh, all thank right, you. Yeah, good,
1: good pick, Chrissy. Yeah, I I'm would glad, say... Uh, I'm glad, glad we're all back together, keeping our distance.
2: Yeah. We're doing this...
0: How'd the test recording go? How are we sounding? Not great. <laughs> this is good.
2: I would say, um, you know, the sound fair give an 11.9, but this experience, a solid 15.
0: <laughs> Baseball's in the outfield. <laughs>
1: All right, guys, I guess we'll be back next week. Maybe we'll iron out some of the kinks. Maybe it'll get worse.
0: Everyone, please stay safe. We hope you're doing well. And we love you and thank you for listening. See you next time. See you next time.